This is Twenties Inspired. I am on a mission to design my twenties around happiness and purpose through learnings from personal experiences, <laughs> books, podcasts, articles, and talks. I hope to inspire you to live a more happy and fulfilling life, according to you. Welcome to another episode of 20s Inspired. So glad you are with us this morning or whatever time it is for you. So this episode I'm very excited for. I actually thought up the idea when I was in an airport when I was leaving Brisbane and moving back to Sydney, which was a couple of months ago. And I was sitting in the airport and just thinking about this was a whole end of a chapter for me and a start of a really big new beginning. And I was absolutely stepping into the unknown. I had no plans for moving home to Sydney, just that I was moving. And I had left a lot of things to make this happen. So yeah, it was very much stepping into the unknown And I actually love, love airports. I love the people watching. I love trying to think about where everyone is in their life and what stage they're at, whether they themselves are ending a chapter and starting something new or whether they're going to a business meeting or starting at a new adventure or traveling. Yeah, I just love airports and I find them really inspiring. So I took out my phone and I wrote this episode idea. And so it's been a long time coming for this one, but here it is. So ending a chapter and starting a new one involves a whole lot of change and courage. No matter what chapter you are ending, it takes courage to actually end that chapter. But then we have the excitement of the new chapter and for what's to come, the unknown and what it's going to involve or how it's going to go. I get really excited about new beginnings. I see it as a chance to design your life again to take what worked for you in the previous chapter or in your life so far and build upon your passions and leave what isn't serving you. A fresh start can actually be a really exciting time full of new opportunities if we let ourselves view it that way, which we will get into. (laughs) I have recently gone through a whole lot of change which I kind of spoke about already and am now embarking on a massive new beginning. If you have listened to my previous episodes, you'll already know how much I love change and new beginnings also fit into that box. So a really weird coincidence actually happened in my family at the start of this year. All the females have just gone through some massive life changes and we all started 2023 with new lives pretty much. So my sister, my cousin and myself all had three massive life changes. We all ended relationships, we all moved homes and ended our jobs at the exact same time which is just so bizarre. 
So we all literally moved back into our homes. We were all moved out of home and it all happened at the same time. It was in the new year that we actually realized we were like, what a massive coincidence. So yes, of course, this episode also had to come about. I think there is a whole lot of different emotions involved with new chapters because of course, to have a fresh start, you have to end a previous chapter. And as much as I love change and new beginnings, I also find goodbyes and leaving something really difficult, which is a tricky combo. And I spoke a bit about leaving things in my previous episode on difficult conversations. So if you struggle with them, definitely check that one out. Now, before we get into the crux of fresh starts and how I'm approaching my fresh start, I do want to start off by addressing quitting and starting again, because I do think that the concept of quitting has been wrongly judged. So often fresh starts come with quitting and leaving something beforehand. To start fresh in the dating scene, you have to leave a relationship. To start a new job, you have to leave your previous job unless you are (laughs) a psychopath and love to grind and have multiple jobs at once. You have to quit at something to begin something new a lot of the time. And I believe that knowing when to quit is a skill and something that actually needs to be recognized as really important in society. I think in society we glorify the grind and we glorify dedication and perseverance and putting in the hard yards, which is really important. But at the same time, we look at quitting or leaving something as a weakness. And it's really not a weakness. Leaving can be just as important as persevering. So I think in circumstances, it can be a great strength and a skill that we can learn to develop, which sounds weird, but let me explain. I was reading a book by Annie Duke titled Quit, which explores this exact concept, would you believe, (laughs) by the name. She explores the idea that persevering on every path that we go down is a terrible life strategy because we only really discover what's not right for us once we have given it a go, once we immerse ourselves in the task. You know, we're never going to know what's not right for us until we actually do it and then realize, oh, this is not what I want to be doing. But then to stay in that task just because you have started it That is the weakness, not leaving it, in my opinion. So the skill is knowing which path is worthwhile the grind and which path just isn't. Now, I love this because it is so true and somehow goes against everything that we have been told. Leaving a degree because it's not right for you is not weak. I think quitting to pursue something that you're actually passionate about is really admirable and requires a lot of courage because you are going against the grain. You are going against your sometimes family and friends and what we have been told as a society. 
if you think about it, the sooner you quit and not dwell on how much you hate it, the quicker you'll actually find your real passion. So people that complain about their jobs on Mondays and complain about the weekend ending and, ugh, you know, it's work tomorrow or, ugh, I have to go into uni and do my degree. Of course, there are some times that are just hard, but if overall you're not enjoying it, I don't see the point in dwelling on how much you hate it. Just have the courage to leave. So quitting to find your purpose is admirable. Quitting to seek something new and challenge yourself as well if you're in a place of comfort, that as well is admirable. So I would like to be a part of changing that narrative. It is drilled into us that the only way to be successful is to never give in, to work at the same company for 50 years or to not leave that long-term relationship because you've put in all the time and effort. But in some cases, leaving something that's not right for us is the best option. Actually, in most cases, (laughs) in most cases, because without quitting, we will keep ourselves in positions that aren't right for us and we won't end chapters that are meant to end. So I choose to view quitting when I need to as protecting my happiness, my health and my spark for life, my energy. That may be my life strategy. (laughs) Now, is a strategy going to get me to be the CEO of a multinational corporate company? No, no, it likely won't. But I am perfectly okay with that. It may just ensure that I will never stay in a position that doesn't bring me energy and doesn't spark passion. And that to me is most important. I am not afraid to quit for my happiness and I'm not afraid to quit to seek purpose. And that may be in any pursuit, that could be in a hobby, in a relationship. Now, I do think there is a difference between quitting when things get hard versus quitting when something isn't right for you. So hard work is really important. And this is not to say that you should quit when things get tough. Getting through the tough times is character building (laughs) and it's really important. So it's not to quit when things get hard, but if something is innately not right for me, I am not afraid to leave it. So do not be afraid of what people say if you quit to start something new. Whatever that may be, do not let the fear of other people and judgment keep you in a position that you don't want to be in or even judgment for yourself. Enough of that. (laughs) So now let's get into fresh starts. I absolutely love fresh starts, new beginnings. Oh, there's something in the air that just feels like it's opportunistic, you know? Now, there are some really important elements that make a fresh start really empowering and productive. I have made a list of a few things that we may need to acknowledge to properly move forward. I am personally guilty of running away from my problems. Um, I am a runner and I seem to translate this into my life. Um, And up until recently... You know, now I'm starting to acknowledge things, but before I was an active avoidant and I would simply just, um, yeah, run (laughs) and avoid things. 
but not anymore. Okay, I've made a list. (laughs) Because without processing and acknowledging what has gone on in our previous chapter, it's all too easy to take our issues or to take our bad habits into this next chapter. And no one wants that. We want to leave our shit at the door, right? We don't want to bring it in. So with our fresh start, we want it to actually be an opportunity to design something new for ourselves, to have a really positive outcome. And I think that a good way of going about that is definitely to acknowledge the past. So number one, we have reflection of the past. So I think personally that this is one of the most important elements of a fresh start and has really, really helped me. The point of a fresh start is not to run away from our issues, create space and disregard the past because there are so many learnings in the past. I believe that one of the best things we can do for ourselves is to reflect upon everything, the good, the bad, what worked and what didn't work, what went wrong which can be really hard and it's a lot easier to just not acknowledge everything and to just move on and push it behind and make yourself busy and preoccupied so you don't have to acknowledge the past but that's the only way to move forward. Reflection according to science is proven to be a great tool in identifying patterns and behaviors that cause self-destruction. So journaling, meditation and talking to a therapist are all great ways to reflect on the past. You know, I think there is a massive hype about meditation and journaling these days and I genuinely think that it's for a reason. I have recently got into meditation. I never used to do it. I thought it was a bunch of (laughs) hoo-ha. But no, there's a lot of science to back up meditation And finding time for your thoughts and making time for your thoughts and actually processing them can be really, really helpful in moving forward and understanding yourself. Without reflection, we are simply dismissing the past and preventing ourselves from learning about ourselves and what we like and what we don't like. And that is so important because if we go through life and we're not actually listening to ourselves and reflecting on what we love and what we don't love, we're just going to keep repeating patterns. A great quote from Sir Winston Churchill is, those that fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So I found that very interesting and I am taking a lot more time to now stop and actually think about things that are happening as they're happening and think about whether I agree with it, whether I don't agree with it. And I think it's just really helped me understand myself. I never, never used to slow down. I was a very on-the-go person and I never allowed myself to reflect on my life But in doing so, I have a much stronger sense of self and identity and I feel a lot less inclined to do things that I don't want to do. So reflecting at the start of my new beginning, which was in January, was really, really important for me and made a massive difference. Now look, it started off rocky because I was thinking a lot about everything that went wrong and of course that's hard to do and we don't like to do it. 
but it has really, really helped in me moving forward. And now I feel confident that I'm not going to make those mistakes again because I can identify them and I can think about how I got into them and how they happened. I can also identify now what I loved about my journey so far and what I think I need in my life to make a happy and thriving me. I now know that I love sales and I love interacting with people. So I'll make sure that whatever I'm doing in the future, I always involve other people because I know that I need that. I need a team. So as I'm now starting a podcast and it's very much a lot of solo work, I have been reaching out to other creators and arranging meetups because I want to share and I want to talk about things and talk about journeys and that in my way is kind of making myself a little team. I'm yet to do it. I've like reached out to them and planned things. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I will let you know how it all goes. Um, but yeah, that's only because I reflected on what I love. And if I didn't reflect on the fact that I need people and I need a team, then I would be wondering why am I not loving this right now? And it's probably because of that. So another one that... I have actually only discovered recently I was putting together ideas for this potty and I came across this one and I thought I don't actually I haven't done that and so I started to do it and now I have included it in the episode and that is to forgive the past. This changed my mindset and I only realized that I haven't done this yet once I read this. So it's to forgive those that hurt you in the past or even just to forgive yourself for any mistakes that were made or for things that didn't go that well. I think it's so easy to blame ourselves and be like, oh, I wish I had done this better or I wish I didn't put myself in that position and then X, Y and Z wouldn't have happened or, you know, I should have known better. All of those things are unhelpful and they are unproductive, right? They are just putting yourself down. And we are all about having a beautiful, fresh start and not carrying anything into the future. So we need to forgive the past in order to move on. This one's a little bit deep. I realized that I hadn't forgive, forgiven, forgiven, forgave. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't forgiven myself. Yeah, that's it. For things that went on in my relationship. I think I blamed myself for losing myself in the relationship. I realized that I wasn't me anymore and I blame myself a lot for that. I was like, how could I not have recognized this earlier? How can I not have kept up with all the things that I love? And how could I have got to the end and only realized at the end of the relationship that, you know, it was a slow burn and I was a huge part to blame in that. And I only realized that once I had read this article about forgiveness, I am holding myself accountable which is good I think it's good to hold yourself accountable for things and not to blame the other person and not to blame um, my partner but I realized that I hadn't forgiven myself and I was still holding on to oh I wish I had done this or I wish I didn't do this and that's not helpful either so yeah it's good to take responsibility for things that happen and to not blame others But then if you find yourself blaming yourself, that's not good either. And that's what I have been doing until recently. I'm like, oh my God, I'm only just clocking this now. So I don't think blame anyone. Take responsibility and then forgive and move on. 
Now, another one which I absolutely love is to move in to the new start with a positive mindset and a welcoming energy, a growth mindset. We will get into these terms. (laughs) The mindset that you adopt will be everything, in my opinion. We (laughs) attract the energy that we give off. So if you go into a new beginning with the mindset of everything has happened to me and it will likely happen again, you know, the world is against me. I've got a lens on now where I can identify things that are going to go wrong. No, because then things will go wrong. If you have a negative outlook on life and if you have a the world is against me mindset, I truly believe that... (laughs) things will go wrong because you are making it out that way that's what you're putting out so that's what you will get you will attract neggy vibes <laughs> we don't want any neggy vibes I truly believe that if we believe that we are doomed and the world is against us then that will become our reality because subconsciously we will create that reality it's like when you think that someone is mad at you And then everything they do in your mind further confirms your theory that they're mad at you. How they respond to you, how they look at you, how their physical mannerisms work. Everything they do, we will nitpick and be like, oh, they did that because they're mad at me. See, I knew that they were mad at me. We've literally created this situation and we are looking for things to confirm our theory. So if we think the world is against us, we are going to go out into the world and we are going to look for things that confirm that theory. So it's really important to have a positive mindset and a everything happens for me attitude because then it'll be like, okay, this happened so that I could learn this or so that I could get this out of that. And that's not to have a toxic positivity where everything is positive and everything's a lesson but I think it's your overall outlook that really does affect the output of your life it's the lens that you choose to put on so if you put on a positive lens I truly believe that more positive things will come into your life because we then create a positive reality It's like when you, you know, when you walk into a room and you see someone really, they're really bubbly and happy and they're happy to see you and it brings you up. They are creating a more positive room. They're creating a more positive reality. There is a psychological term that you might have heard. It's quite popular. It's called the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And it is really interesting. So a fixed mindset is believing that your skills, your intelligence and your talent are all fixed and unchangeable. So it's saying that I am the way that I am and you just have to accept that because that's just me. That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is thinking that your skills can be developed and improved upon with effort. So taking life as an example A fixed mindset would be, I can't change my circumstances. This is just the way that I am. Accept me as I am. Or for example, I've never been good at this sport. Therefore, I'm always going to be shit at this sport. That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset would be, I can change anything I want to change if I put in the time and effort and if I want to actually change it. Or I can improve on any sport I go into if I put in the effort and the time. That's a growth mindset. 
So going into this new chapter, we want to adopt a growth mindset. If you haven't already, you can change anything you want in this next chapter. You can make anything you want to happen. You can do anything differently. You have the power over your life. I truly believe the right mindset and the right energy will attract positive people and opportunities into your life. I truly, truly believe that. Now, I am going to end on some of the things that I am personally spending time on in this new chapter to make it the best one yet. I just have a feeling that 2023 is going to be the best year yet. And this is what I have been doing. And it already is such a good year for me. So this is what I've been spending my time on. I have scheduled a lot of time for me. So right now I'm taking a six month gap just to work on my health, get my health back on track. I have IBS and I'm trying to rejig it so I don't have IBS, (laughs) trying to heal myself naturally. Um, And in the process, I've taken a lot of time for me. I have started new hobbies. I have rekindled old hobbies like Muay Thai. I am listening to a lot of podcasts, reading a lot of books And within that, because I've spent so much time doing the things that I love and tuning into myself, I have actually found a purpose in my life, which is so, so exciting. And that is this podcast. It really, really brings me purpose and it makes me so happy. And I feel like I'm doing something that I am meant to be doing, which yeah, it came from reflection. It came from going on long walks. It came from taking time by myself. So yeah, that's something amazing that I've got out of this new chapter. And then other things is I've planned travel. So I'm going to Europe in June, July. (laughs) I swear everyone's going to Europe in June, July. So see you there. Yeah, I'm so excited. So we've got to fix the health before then. But other things, I've reignited friendships, made new friendships. It's just been such a good chapter so far. And I'm hoping to continue it as it is going. In essence, fresh starts are extremely refreshing and are a time for a lot of discovery, of reflection and of improving upon yourself and your circumstances. It's taking a lot of time for yourself, I believe, to make a new chapter the best one yet. And there is so much change, there is so much new, but it's also really important to not forget the past and to reflect and to forgive the past in order to properly move on. And also, if you have quit something, I am proud, something that's not right for you, I'm proud of you. <laughs> so that concludes this episode. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you yourself are going through a ending of of a chapter or if you're starting a new one already if you're already in it I would love to hear your stories if you're going traveling if you're starting a new job whatever it may be let me know my Instagram is 20s inspired all lowercase I post a new podcast episode every Wednesday morning at 6 a.m so have chuck us a follow or subscribe or wherever you get your podcasts and turn that little notification button on so you get a little notification every Wednesday morning. (laughs) 
I am so excited to talking to you next week. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating if you loved it. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye.